Thank you for downloading this podcast from Rick Radio. Rings in the Norristown Community Centre Radio presents Rick's Tea Time. Hello, I'm out of tea times with myself, Polly Clayton. Ah, uh, myself, Dylan Clayton. Yeah, we're a man down there. We've we've got Matt in the boot there, and we've Monty is uh, Monty's missing this week. He's only missing because he didn't get a winner. He only turns up when he gets a winner. Seeing when you're winning. Yeah, oh, right. That's what That's it, all is, it is. Seeing when you're winning, Birdie. Yeah, well, he made he made sure you Cameron Tringale definitely. That poor fella had an awful round, but uh, what a what a what a tournament, Dylan. Do you know what? I'm gonna be. I, I really enjoyed the Sunday, but I didn't. I, I turned her off on the Thursday because I was just a bit, and then I was busy all weekend. So yeah, I did enjoy the Sunday. It was unbelievable. Uh, it was brilliant. Was that with the whole thing? Yeah, the whole spectacle. The whole the whole thing was brilliant. The spectacle. Uh, what a golf course! Uh, it's the golf course for me was the start of the weekend. Obviously, Mickelson won it, and uh, fifty. The oldest player ever to win a major. You would have got some double price on Harrington and Mickelson in the top five. Oh yeah, uh, I think at the start Mickelson might have been three hundred to one there and thereabouts. Uh, and Pardrick, I t- I'd say you probably could have named your price on Pardrick. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he was brilliant, Mickelson. He was absolutely excellent. yeah. I, I, you know, Sunday was unbelievable. I've never seen him drive the ball like that. Even in his pump and in his heyday, he was always erratic. But uh, maybe, he, he he was just brilliant. Maybe it was because he was there, uh, because Kepka had him under pressure, like and Kepka was such such a big driver. But he, he, Jesus, he was, he was out driving Kepka and all the time. Yeah, maybe Kepka's gammy knee might might mightn't have helped. No, I don't think so. I just think that Phil is just. He is as long as as the rest of them out there, and that. But uh, what a golf course! Uh, I, they they reckon it's the hardest golf course in America. It keeps being voted number one golf course in America, uh, and uh, it was just a spectacular golf course. I couldn't get over how good it is. It's brilliant. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it was just brilliant. Even the head-to-head, it reminded me of the head-to-head that Stenson and Mickelson had a couple of years ago in Troon. And, uh, yeah, it was just outstanding. Um, the, I, I just thought, yeah, Mickelson, I, I suppose if it was a lesser man with less experience, he might have crumbled. But especially with the... They were dragging each other for two-shot swings for the first Yeah, game. like, you don't normally get that two-shot swings as regular as you do everywhere yeah. you know and it was happening every three of our holes at the start uh, Kopka his putting was terrible let him down terribly it did uh, like he kept he missing three or four foot putts it's not something the professional golfers do uh, but uh, no it was just it was just brilliant to see and Kiowa Island we should be seeing it more than We'll be back. Is that the? Is that the? Yeah, we'd like to be back. The last time we seen it was twenty twelve, and we just need to be seeing it more often. I think it's it's that good of a golf Well, course. I'll tell you what I really enjoyed, Polly, about it, and you liked this as well. It was a, it made everyone look ordinary. You weren't getting your eighteen, nineteen unders. No, no, you, they were putting you. In, you were being put in places that you'd see the average golfer in, and trying to see how they got out of it and stuff like that. And that's what well. I suppose it's not what everybody wants to see, but it's what I'd like to see. 
there is a few people in my camp that would say, yeah, that's proper golf and stuff like that. And that we should be doing it more than four times a year. Is that why are, are we, we such a strong Irish finish? <laughs> well, not not so much. I just think that when you look at the... You take Brooks Kepler apart, Elva, you had Mickelson, Oosthuizen, Lowry and Harrington. They're also four open champions. Mm. So it really is like a, an open... Yeah. An open championship it was a bit like that because of the wind on the seaside and it's a proper links course. And I just think that's why we had such a even an older leaderboard as such with Mickelson and Harrington there. Yeah, that, that, they have to have the head in the game. Yeah, and, that that know how of playing links called flighting the ball down and stuff like that. So uh Yeah, just that that's what leads to it, you know, uh links golf, you have to think your way around the golf course. You can't just do what Bryson DeChambeau does and hit a ball as hard as you can and go up and find it. And, and he's he's being found out now after all the hype, isn't he? Or is he? He is and he isn't. You know, he, he was there or thereabouts on uh, Saturday, put in a good shift, I think, and he, he left himself uh, one under, not too far off the lead. But, like, he is he is possibly being found out on certain golf courses, but there's other golf courses out there that will will play into his hands and he will eat eat, eat them up. Uh, yeah, it was just it was fantastic and and history being made as well. You know that course wasn't built the first time Mickelson won his first tournament. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, that course was only built in 1991. Wow. And I think Mickelson won his first tournament as an amateur in. The early stages of 1991. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just incredible. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, as far as myself and yourself, and was it Macar had Lowry? I think so, yeah. Yeah, we got Lowry. We, uh, we got Lowry tied for you had Lowry as well. I have to be honest, I did, and I didn't realise it. I, uh, well, as soon as he finished his round... Now I think the the I had a fiver each way on him and a fifty the yards and he was fifty to one, so I was getting it fifty quid back. Yeah. But when he finished his round, with two hours to go possibly, and I seen the field around him, I did cash out at forty four quid. Oh, right. Because I just took the chance. I I I gave up the six quid just to know I got the money home. Right. Because in in days have gone, he's been eaten up or that score or my. My place has been eaten up with the the finishers. Yeah, but I'd say the cash out at one stage probably might have been. There was even a time near the end there where Mickelson got two bogeys in the in the second half that I thought that he could. Now <laughs> he was was nearly going to win it. Yeah, then <laughs> uh, oh. and Harrington the playoff. I thought I said I said I was texting my brother at the time about it. I said. Uh, there could be a six-man playoff here the way this is going. Yeah, exactly. But, That's. Well, uh, obviously, then Oosthuizen got in the clubhouse at four and yeah. that scuppered that chance. But, uh, yeah, he just kept climbing the leaderboard even though he was well-finished. And, uh, yeah, so are we moving on to this week then, Dylan? You know, take a quick break. Take a quick break. And as we're talking here, Jimmy is texting... Uh, and uh, he's sending in his. I think he's gonna send it, whether it's a voicemail or it's just even a message. Um. So yeah, we'll wait. We we'll leave Jimmy to last now, I suppose. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah, so we'll have a short break and we'll be back in uh, two minutes. How are you doing? My name is Shay Connolly. Uh, I'll be coming to Rick Radio soon with a programme called Rings End Matters. It's time that we talked about Rings End. It's past, it's present, and more importantly, it's future. Uh, I'll be talking to stakeholders uh, in the area, public reps and everything, to see what plan we can come together and identify areas we need to rectify. We'll also have a light entertainment element to the show. Uh, you can text in your messages before the programme or on the programme, and we'll address them. And let's talk about Ring's End. How you doing, folks? Derek Buckley's my name. If you're interested in testing your general knowledge, every Friday night live on my Facebook page, we have a family fun quarantine quiz in conjunction with Rings End and Irish Town Community Centre. Completely free to play. I'm Kian Murtha, and you're listening to Tea Time on Rick Radio. Thank you. Okay, this week then we're moving down to Texas for... Uh, What's it called? The, the Charles Schwab Challenge. Now, it's being played at a place called the Colonial Country Club. And uh, this is this is the home of the fa- very famous Ben Hogan. He was uh, he's one of these famous, famous golfers from back in the 50s who was the main man at, at one point in golf. He is still claimed to be the, the man who has the greatest swing in golf. Uh He's our Ryan. Remember Ryan from this parish previously, Dylan? Yeah. Ryan used to have a hard on for uh, Ben Hogan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is this is his home. It's been. Uh, this was also the first first tournament last year, back after the COVID pandemic. Okay. And uh, it's a small enough track. It's only a par seventy. And you need to be, it's a tight tree line track, plenty of dog legs in it and stuff like that. And you'd want to be... Straight, straight, driving straight. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be one of these massive big hitters. Because some of the some of the smaller hitters have won around here, handy enough. And you'd need to have a very decent short game. I would imagine uh, scrambling this week will be hard, will be the thing to do. Already, I've got me got I've got me golfer picked. When yeah. you, what you said there. Uh, previous winners: Daniel Berger won it last year. The year before was Kevin Nah, Justin Rose, Kevin Kisner, Jordan Speed, Chris Cook. So they they've been the last five or six winners here. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's one of these old school tracks. It is, and. Uh, Water, I think, on six holes, and it comes into play as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's it, and it's it's an attracting a good half decent field, considering it's the weekend after a major. Yeah. Uh, there's times where we don't normally get a good field after a major, but uh, the field, I think, Jordan Speed is ten to one favorite. Justin Thomas eleven to one. Uh, then you've Colin Marikawa as well. I think last year Berger won this in a playoff with Colin Marikawa. Uh, as I said, it was the first challenge. It was the first game back after the pandemic, so it was a real like who was in form or who was not in form because nobody had played competitive golf for a couple of weeks, and uh, Berger came out on top in the playoff. So uh, 
Have you got the prices there, then? Yeah, you? I have them. Hey, yeah, looking at them here. As a, that's why I'm not talking. Sorry, you oh, right. What do you want? Who do you want? Just everyone. Just rattle off them. Okay, <laughs> we go from the top. We go from Spieth and Morikawa, 10s and 11s, respectively. Justin and Berger, 12s and 18s, respectively. Reid and Answer, 18 and 20. Uh, Scheffler, Fennell, 22, 22. Walken, Neiman, 22s. Wills, Alotaris, 22s. That's... Very short for him. Yeah, well, he's a te- it's, as I said, it's a text. It's being played in Texas. He's a Texas native, Dylan. Salatoris. By the way, what a finish the other day from Justin Rose. Yeah. On Sunday, five under was it? Five under. Five under, and that, and he's he's in. He's coming in here at twenty five to one. So Pass winner as well, Dylan. Justin. Yeah. I like Justin. Um, I'm not going near him though. I'm not, not writing out my bets. I'm being stubborn. All right, good man yourself. Um, and then just looking down the field at a bit of value for even anyone in form. Uh, Kistner, Poulter, 80s. Harry Higgs, 80s. He finished well, did he not? He did. He had a good finish. I think he was tied forward with. Yeah. Uh, names I've seen over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Gooch, 100 to 1. Villet, just 100 to 1. Car- that's Camillo. Uh, Fratelli, 125s. We're getting into. Yeah, that lose then. There's 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 someone who who uh, is a uh, suits the old short game and the tight and the uh, Zach Johnson. He's nowhere near in any form, but he's uh, yeah. hundred fifty to one. He's won here twice before, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm gonna redo my bets. <laughs> ah, I can't stay away from them prices. Yeah, the prices have got you. Yeah. Uh, well, I have. Two picks ready to go, Dale. So will I go ahead or will we go across the marker? Yeah, uh, I don't mind, Polly. Go go ahead if you want. You uh, ahead. I know also that Jimmy has sent in his Oh, did he send them in? Jimmy has sent us in one, so Okay, bro. He didn't send in a voice message, did he? He did. Jimmy sent in a voice message. Ah, so. I love it, Jim. So will I go to Macker first? Yeah, go to Macker first. Okay. You? How's it going, lads? Uh, great entertainment there last week at the PGA championship. I think we all scratched out. Fair play to Phil Mickelson, 251. Well done, Lefty. One of the guys in the office here just opened his uh, online account on Thursday morning and stuck a fiver each way on him. So, <laughs> happy days. Very good. Um, I assume we're all going to have a, a, a major hangover, uh, as we normally do. We usually get somebody else pops up out of the blue on the week after the major. So, it's the Charles Ward Challenge. And uh, I'm going to go with the guys who played well on the last day of the PGA Championship, and they are Gary Woodland, 45 to 1, uh, Justin Rose, 30 to 1, he had a great show on, on day four, and Jason Cockrack, uh, who has goes around this track quite well, at 50 to 1. There is also a European tour on this week, and it's in Himmerland in Denmark, so I'm going to go for three Danish dudes. Uh, Rasmus Hoygaard, 25 to 1. Torbjorn Olesen at 28 to 1. And Lucas Budgerigard, the. Uh, I call him Budgerigard, I know it's Berrygard, but anyway. He is playing at his local club and he is 350 to 1. Okay, good luck. Stay classy, San Diego. Brilliant. Good stuff. Thanks for that, Mac. I'm just writing out my list here, Polly, and uh, I don't know if you can remember. Uh, Macker went for a cockrack at what price? Um, don't remember Woodland I think he's at 40s is he yeah and, and Justin Rose and Rose okay yeah right 
That's Macker and Polly, go for it. Yeah, uh, my two again. I'm only going with two this week against the field. Uh, one of them uh, had an amazing round last Saturday or last Sunday. Uh, it was the best round of the week, and that was uh, Abraham Answer. He's at twenty to one. He's one of my bets. Uh, yeah, he just he's a Texas. He's also played. He's a, I know he's a Mexican. But uh, he was brought up, I think, in Texas, and uh, he played college golf a lot in Texas. Played here last year as well. He finished 14th, so he has a bit of course form there. And another one I'm going to go with is uh, Charlie Hoffman, who oh, he's, he four, he's 40 to 1. He finished. He was in the mix the other night, was he? Though? Yeah, he finished well, and he's also, every time he plays in Texas, He's nearly always there or thereabouts in the in the place, and so that that's why I'm going with Charlie Hoffman, and he's forty to one. So okay. they're they're my two against the field this week. All right, um, just I'm gonna call out Barry's while we're in between here. Barry sent me a text in, and just to not let you have answer on your own, uh, Barry's gone for answer at twenties. Mm-hmm. And he's gone for his mate who he, who done nothing for him on Sunday. Uh, tr- triangle. Tringale. Tringale at sixties. I wouldn't be going anywhere near that chap after the round he had. Well, he shot a seven, uh, a, a seven, a ten, and a seven on his finishing three <laughs> holes or something like that. We did one better than that, Friday. Well. <laughs> Yeah, possibly, but yeah, it was bizarre what happened to him. I think it'll take him a while to get over that, but however, he's probably going to hack up now. What, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what What do they say when you fall off the horse, back onto it straight away? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go across the Jimmy show? Yeah, across the Jimmy phase, yeah. And then we'll go. And then I'll, I'll do it. Even though we should have been forced, but we'd say nothing. Well, what a great tournament for Phil. That was amazing to watch. I think we'd rather see that than win some money, because that that's a tournament we won't forget. Um, going to Fort Worth now, sh- much shorter course. And I'm, I'm going to go with a Phil theme here. I got a left hander, Brian Harmon. He missed the cut by one. He's just not a very long hitter. So that PGA course was, I think he's probably still played pretty well, and his stats were, were good. I looked at those. So he got a few days off, and now he's at 33 to 1. So I'll take him. And then I'm going to go with a couple older guys. Kucher, 75 to 1. He was playing well uh, with a couple top 10s before um, the PGA. And again, too much golf course for him in Kiowa. He's at 75 to 1. And for a long shot, Zach Johnson, former winner here. And uh, I'll go with him at 150. So Harmon, Kucher. Zach Johnson. Brilliant stuff. Thanks, Thanks very much, Jim. I'm starting to get to know this game. I'm going to mention these names when people are, are, are doing them. Um, I did say Zach a few minutes ago. Yeah. And um, Jimmy talked about Harmon there. And as you were talking about the course earlier, Polly, at the start of this section of the show, um, you were mentioning you have to be tight and you have to be, um, you know, not have to be, but you, you're a short hitter. And I immediately taught Harmon straight away myself. Yeah. So thanks, Jimmy, for that. So uh, and then my picks, Polly, um, are I've three picks here, and I've been 
evaluating that as the show has been going on. Uh, Harmon, 30 to 1. Palmer, 50 to 1. And Stanley, 150 to 1. Brilliant stuff. So, yeah, Ryan Palmer is a Texas native as well, so he should have some experience around this course. So, before we go, I'm just going to have everyone, I'm going to try and get a bit of a. Uh, my secretarial skills and, and admin stuff. I have, just as the last note, I have everybody's bets in one go here now, right? So we'll just call them all out. Um, start at the top of the page. Barry, answer, 20 to 1. Triangle, 60 to 1. Uh, Dylan, Harmon, 30 to 1. Palmer, 50 to 1. Stanley, 150 to 1. Uh, Macker, uh, Cockrack, 45 to 1. Woodland, 40 to 1. Rose, 25 to 1. Uh, answer 20 to 1 Polly answer 20 to 1 and Hoffman 40 to 1 Jimmy your prices are slightly different to ours um, so I just took what we have I didn't take your prices um, you have Harmon we have my torties you have Kucher we have my 55s and Zach Johnson we have my 150 to 1 yeah so that's it so onwards and upwards when's the next big one Polly Uh US it's Open the US Open and it's June okay sometime in June I think it's the middle of June and then 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 we're usually back over here aren't we for yeah then, then we're gonna in July then we'll have the British Open and the Scottish and the Irish yeah or, sorry we'll have the Open not the British Open it's the Open yeah it's called the Open yeah alright brilliant okay and we'll see you all next week see you next week thanks for bye bye thanks bye. Matt bye bye, bye.